I think this is going to get me in trouble. I'm an avid New England sports fan. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> I, I will receive any jabs you have about uh, the Super Bowl. I, I know you're an Eagles fan. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I would never bring up that Brady got beat by our backup quarterback. Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans, by eventing fans. And as usual, we'd like to highlight our sponsor, Cowboy Magic, Karen. So what do we have this week? This week, we have the Cowboy Magic Shine In Yellow Out. Shine In Yellow Out neutralizes yellow stains and brightens hair of all colors. Shine In Yellow Out takes even the worst yellow stains out of hair and gives dull hair of every color a more brilliant sheen. It leaves hair silky, shiny, and smelling good. Silky, shiny, and smelling good. It sounds like I need to use this. (laughs) (laughs) So that's fantastic. Karen, we love Cowboy Magic products. Love them. This is a, you need need yellow out in your your tack trunk. So thanks again, Cowboy Magic. We sure do uh, appreciate your sponsorship. You know it. You love it. Safe and easy performance from Buckeye Nutrition. Just when you thought we couldn't make it any better, we did. But don't panic. All the things you love about safe and easy performance are still the same. Our no corn, no molasses formula, low carbohydrates at a maximum of 12.5% NSC. But we've improved our vitamin and mineral package to better match the needs of a performance horse. Plus, we've increased the fat from 10% to 12% to encourage calm, focused behavior and steady energy release. Active dry yeast supports digestion and gut health, along with high-quality fiber ingredients, including soybean hulls and dried beet pulp. Hindgut bacteria love that stuff. Click on BuckeyeNutrition.com for more information about safe and easy performance, to find a dealer near you, or to ask one of our equine nutrition experts your nutrition questions. Safe and easy performance from Buckeye Nutrition. Redding Goat is not just for winter anymore. The Redding Goat rain gear is here. Order yours today by clicking the link in the show notes or go to reddinggoatequestrian.com. I'm Rob. And I'm Karen. And Rob, very exciting podcast today. Absolutely. Yeah. So we have a very special guest. She is an upper-level rider. Welcome to the show, Kimmy Ciceri. Kimmy, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. This is oh, awesome. We're happy to have you. This is awesome. We love yeah, when we is. get the, the young, vibrant energy Karen on the yes, show. Yes, Because <laughs> I'm I don't old. think I've ever been introduced as an upper-level rider. That sounded pretty cool. Well, you are. You are. <laughs> you are. True that. It's, it's still hitting me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's pretty cool, though. We'll see. There you go. Way higher level than me, yeah, Karen. Yeah. I'm still working on the bunny tricks. <laughs> oh, so, Kimmy, we'd love to find out where you're coming to us from. We know uh, shows are back on and travel is happening. So where are you at right now? Yes, I am in uh, Middleburg, Virginia. We're here um, basically April through October. Very nice. Middleburg, Virginia. Karen, I like Middleburg. I know. Middleburg's nice. nice. A little hilly for the walk-in, but other than that, it's beautiful. 
Uh, every time we get here, I'm sore for about two weeks. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So can we, so, um, we love to hear your story. Can you take us back and tell us how you got your start in writing and then into eventing? Yeah, I, um, I was riding, I think in the womb. Um, my mom is a rider and my parents have a lesson barn up in Massachusetts. So, um, she rode till she was about eight months pregnant and then had me, um, and had me on a horse, I think before I could crawl. So, um, she said, I never had a babysitter. Um, she would just put me in the stroller and I would watch her ride for hours. So I think I had the bug, you know, before I could talk. Um, and I kind of grew up doing the hunters. Um, but I was a pretty rambunctious kid. I would take the, the lesson ponies that we had and, would tie things to them and uh, have them drag me around up and down the street or cross the highway with my friends on the ponies to go race up the hill, um, kind of jump whatever we could find, sort of things that aren't so uh, cool in Hunterland. <laughs> so <laughs> I think uh, my parents kind of knew I was maybe not destined. My mom's a dressage rider, so I wasn't really destined for that or, or Hunterland. So um, she had probably when I was nine or 10, um, talked to a couple local trainers and everyone had started going South for the winter as much fun as it is to ride in your snowsuit. It's a, a little more difficult as you get older and try to do, you know, bigger things with the horses. And so I think she looked on the internet <laughs> and found this guy that would take our farm for the winter um, named Denny Emerson. Oh, I don't know why he took us, <laughs> but he did. And he obviously introduced me to eventing. I caught the bug immediately, loved it, um, and worked for him every summer while I was in high school. Um, I took a semester off. Of uh, I, they, my school let me go online. I don't really think they could understand what I was doing, but I was just the weird horse girl that really needed to leave for a semester, so they let me go. <laughs> Um, and, and worked for him. Um, and he taught me so much. I'm really grateful for my time there with him. Um, but he was in the summers, he was about four hours away. Um, so when I started going prelim, my mom wanted someone a bit closer cause, um, I was young and not very good and had no idea what I was doing. And so she, uh, I think I went to young rider camp. It must've been the summer when I was 14 and I uh, came home and was like, mom, I rode with this guy named Jerry. He's amazing. Can I take lessons with him? And he happened to be at UMass Amherst. Um, he was the equine program director there. And so he coincidentally grew up riding um, and is a very good friend uh, with David O'Connor. And so he's very educated. He taught me a ton, um, both in and out of the saddle. Um, but he kind of took me under his wing. I would have lessons with him once or twice a month. He got me to my first one star. Um, and I, uh, I got to the end of high school and had to sort of decide, was I going to take the riding route or do the school thing? Um, and I remember sitting on my mom's bed, having a conversation with her about it and going, I really want to be a working student for Karen and David. And she was like, I think, we should go the school route. She's like, if you don't like it, you can stop, you can go ride, but you're not going to regret trying school. And so, and I, and we did talk to a couple riders, um, that had encouraged me to go to school. So I ended up going to UK and working, um, with 
uh, Jorge Montalvo and Kathy Weishoff. I had a couple horses there. Um, and I got a degree in business management and equine science and uh, took a bit of a victory lap. So I was there for a bit. Um, and then uh, at the end, I had kind of decided I was going to stay in Kentucky. I loved Kentucky. I was going to work for Jorge, um, try to do the riding thing through there. And Jerry called me when I was home. I think I was home for Christmas break. And he was like, what are you doing for the next five months? I was like, oh, I'm going to go back to Kentucky, work for Jorge. I've got, I, I think I'm going to do this riding thing. And he was like, mm, I think you should come work for me. And I was like, okay. And I was like, any opportunity I have to go back and ride with Jerry sounds great. So um, he had moved to Bridgewater College in Virginia and was uh, the director of their program. They have a massive IHSA program. Um, and he was developing a dressage program and eventing program at the time too. And so I went uh, back to Kentucky, grabbed my horses, went to Virginia, and he needed, his assistant coach had left. So he needed someone to fill in to finish out the school year. And um, it was tough. It was, I was young for my year. So I was the same age as some of the girls I was coaching um, and had to very quickly learn how to gain respect from people that did not want to give it to me. Mm. <laughs> um, and I learned a lot about teaching. I, I did not like teaching before I went there. I would do everything in my power to run away when my mom had a teacher call out and she needed some help. I did not enjoy uh, any, really any aspect of the teaching. And Jerry, he threw me in the deep end. I had, I don't know, four lessons a day, um, group lessons, maybe more. Um, sometimes I would take his lessons if he got caught up or, or the other coach got caught up doing something. So I learned very quickly how to teach a lesson, a good lesson, and um, actually found a love for teaching there. And so the semester ended and I went back home for the summer and he uh, said I could apply for the full-time job. And I thought, you know, I've, I really started to love it. I think I could do it. And I, I had my eventing horses there and the, the random off weekend or two, um, I could take them out eventing and he would come help me. Um, and so... <laughs> I went back to Bridgewater and uh, did the interview, rode, taught a lesson, did the whole thing, thought I had it in the bag. A couple of weeks later, Jerry called and he was like, really sorry to tell you, we're going to go with someone else. Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, I know I was heartbroken. And um, I, I, I had felt so defeated too, because I, I had started to get my master's, which I, I ended up finishing, but you needed your master's to work there. So I was like fully committed. I was like, this is my job. And it was the first time I had ever gone for a career job. Um, and I immediately got rejected. So, um, I think it was, it built character. It was probably good for me, but, um, he, he quickly followed that phone call up with another one that was like, I've, uh, I've got a friend. Um, she's got a job opening. Do you want me to see if I can get you an interview? And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, still a little discouraged, but I guess like, what's the job? And he's like, have you ever heard of Lauren Kiefer? I was like, yeah, Jerry, I've heard the name. <laughs> and uh, he asked that her assistant rider was leaving in November um, and she was going to need a new one. And he got me an interview with her. And um, I went for the interview. It was, I think, maybe in October. And they were getting ready for Fairhill. And um, I don't even think Lauren knows this, but I took my horses with me. I kept them at Jerry's. I didn't even tell her I had a horse with me. And uh, 
snuck to a show before and after on my way down there got eliminated (laughs) so really (laughs) was really doing doing well in life at that point just (laughs) feeling like I could go to the world (laughs) while I was going on this interview and uh and I remember leaving and David stopped me in my car and I was on the phone with my mom. I was so excited. I was like, I think the interview went really well. They told me I can come for a trial. Um, and he had stopped me and rolled down the window and he was like, don't lose this opportunity. You need to be here. And I <laughs> drove away and I was like, mom, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to come get my stuff. And I'm going to come right back down. And I did. I drove up, got my stuff, came right back down and did a two-week trial. And I, I never left. Wow. <laughs> I'm still there today. How long has that been? Four years. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. It sure is. Wow. Just because the show, you got to keep got to keep trying. Now, so yeah. Jerry calls you down. You helped him out. You bailed him out for five months. And then when you applied for the same exact position for full time, that's what you didn't get. Is that is that correct? That's very correct. Yep. I I must not have been very good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's terrible. Everything works out. out. I mean, there was a reason. You know, that's it. That's what they say. It really did. The door closes, another one opens. So that's. Exactly. Dang. Holy smokes. (laughs) So you started directly in as assistant rider with Lauren, not like working student, but assistant rider? Yeah. Yeah, that was wow. the position they needed filled, which was really lucky break for me. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. That's awesome. And what what were those dude like how's that job changed over the I would imagine over four years the job has changed a little bit. What's what has it changed and and, and what how did you start at the position when you first started versus what it's like now? Yeah, uh it's it's changed a little bit. Um I've always been the one that breaks the babies. Um and I got a lot of help. I still get help from Lauren and David doing that. Um, but it's, as I've, uh, kind of been there for a while, Lauren's given me more and more opportunities and, um, Miss Mars, who we all work for, uh, has, has definitely supported my ambitions to want to be a top rider too. So Lauren gave me the ride on Landmarks Monaco, the advanced horse that I ride. Um, and she also gave me the ride on Bishop Sela, another up and coming kind of big horse. And then every other horse that I ride is, a uh, is younger baby that Miss Mars breeds. Gotcha. Do you have any of your own horses any longer? Mm, no, I had four um, before I came, but uh, Miss Mars has quite an extensive and good breeding program. And Lauren's got a lot of top horses. So the job calls for, they, you know, they want, they need all the focus um, on the horses they have on the property. So I was able to sell two and then two stayed with my mom there happiest clams doing lower level lessons gotcha that, that's ideal yeah. i mean that's fantastic i mean that's the name yeah, of the is I, riding yeah someone I'm, else's horses yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> man so how did you learn to break horses did you learn there did you learn at your parents farm or what um we had probably maybe three uh that we did at my parents farm i i would just jump on them bareback i had no idea what i was doing and then um we worked a little bit with tick maynard he would come do clinics uh, for us a couple times a year, and he's very into natural horsemanship and uh, does a lot with breaking young ones. And so I learned a bit from him. And I told Lauren when I uh, when I went for my interview, I was like, I, I have this experience with Tick. Um, that's and Kathy Weishoff does a lot too. 
um, with the, with the young horses. And so I was like, I have this experience and Lauren laughed and she's like, yeah, I'm the one that taught tick. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've learned, you know, a little bit, picked up a little bit here and there over the years, but definitely learned a lot through, through Lauren and David. How about that? Well, you can't ask for better people to learn right. from this yeah, for sure. No, Holy smokes. Goodness. Man. Oh man. And it's funny when you go cross country, it's like, you can't tell if there's, if it's you or Lauren out there, because you guys are like matchy matchy. <laughs> I don't know if I hey, always go, like, Karen, who, which one me. is it out there? <laughs> you guys look awesome. You guys look identical on horses too. It's so funny. Yeah, we are decked out in the farm colors. Very orange. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what other kind of duties do you do over there? Like what is your, like how many horses do you ride a day? Like what's the, what's the, the job? Um, we have about around 18 horses, give or take. Um, and we, we all start in the morning, do barn chores, muck and everything. Um, and then Lauren and I split the riding. Um, there's five that I have that I show. And then any others that I ride are sort of whatever ones um, she's she needs galloped or trotted that she's just not going to get to that day. So I probably do two. I think I'd, I'd say we both ride between six and eight a day. Um, and then we just do chores in the afternoon and uh, turn out everyone out and go home. Everyone lives out full time. Um, and it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's a, it's a great work environment. I, I, uh, I have really good hours and it's not a job that you'll, you'll come to and get burnt out. It's a, it's a constant learning environment. So if, if I want, you know, if I say, our head groom, Sally uh, Robertson. And, you know, if Eric's there teaching Lauren or David's down teaching someone and I'm like, Hey, can I run down and watch this lesson and then come back and ride? Like, absolutely. So it's a good environment. Yeah. Sally, she's world-class. Yeah, she is. Had, yeah. Had she's awesome. Her, had her, her a few times and man, she's mm -hmm. uh she runs a tight ship too. There's, <laughs> she runs a nice, yeah, nice does. tight, clean tack room and everything is. Oh, over yeah. And <laughs> oh yeah. But you would expect that over there, at, you know, where you guys are at but yeah man, yeah that sounds fantastic karen i think i would like to get a job like that it's lauren hiring yeah <laughs> she wants 300 actually, pound middle-aged men <laughs> we are actually hiring one person right now so if anyone's looking to apply for a job shoot lauren an email what are you guys hiring another rider or a working student or um we just need another person on the ground um a little bit of grooming a little bit of riding Gotcha. And nobody gets away from barn chores, even as the assistant trainer, you're, or you're, you're, you're still mucking stalls. Oh yeah. Honestly, I, we all like it. I, <laughs> I, Lauren jokes, it's one of her favorite things to do because you could just kind of zone out and muck stalls and it's nice. Even Lauren's pitching in with the pitchfork. Yeah. Dang. You know, I think that's good no, to like hear because a lot of people, number one is, you know, you, I think that the perception is ever, all the riders are, you know, they show up in, in, in their show clothes and they ride their horses and it's all glamorous all the time. But I, and then I, I've heard some people, some places kind of sound like they're above cleaning stalls, not necessarily riders, but even like young people that are like, Hey, I, you know, I work at the, you know, uh, big fish, small pond type of stuff. Oh, I don't clean stalls. I'm mm -hmm. kind of good for it. But I think it's good to, to hear that even like someone like Lauren Kiefer is mucking a stall and, and yourself and, yeah, there there is a, a negative stigma around doing things like cleaning stalls or, or cleaning tack. But I think if you actually look at the job, 
it's not that bad. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's, not. it's really not. We get to ride horses for a living. So if I have to muck some poop to do it, like it's fine. Heck yeah. yeah I love it. Right. Dang. And tell us about your, your competition horses a little bit. You, you kind of hinted a little bit about that. Can you tell us what, what you, what, you know, the horses that you're riding right now and then what you're currently doing and what, what you have eyes on here in the future? Yeah, I've got, um, so there's three young ones that I ride. Um, Two are bred by Miss Mars and one is owned by Lauren. Um, there's two four-year-olds and a five-year-old. Um, they're all doing kind of the young event horse circuit. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's happening this fall with the championship because there's no uh, fair hill. But it's in Virginia. Um, you didn't Virginia. get the word. No, it's in Virginia. Yeah, it it's in Virginia in the fall. Yeah. It's gonna be in your oh backyard. Well, there you go. I guess I'm very bad at looking up my own information. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah. Well, th- thank you for informing me. So I will. I will be going there with them. <laughs> uh, I think. I think. I think uh, early on they were talking about it being Ocala, and now with Ocala, yeah. I, I know early on they were talking about Ocala. I don't think it was ever official, but now with Ocala, right, right, yeah. I, I normally will do. We'll do that circuit with the horses as long as it lines up with the big guys. So. Um, that could be in the cards for the young ones. And then the other two that I ride are uh, Bishop DeSala. He's owned by Jessica Borner Harris. Um, he's an up and coming, really, really cool horse. He's a dream to ride. Um, we're going intermediate at the moment. Um, Short term goal is to do Great Meadows, um, three star long. So hopefully that goes well. And then um, Landmarks Monaco is a horse that Lauren took. Um, I think she took him to a couple advanced and, um, was very, very graciously gave him to me to learn on. And he's taught me a lot. He's, he's sort of a pocket rocket type. This is how you do cross country correctly. Just hold on little girl. (laughs) And he's, he's definitely been, uh, extremely important to, to me learning and growing and having confidence out there. So I'm really, I'm very grateful for him. Gotcha. Do we have do we have like five star in our sights on on them? Yeah. Um. Hopefully, would like to go to Kentucky and Fair Hill. Um. I'm not sure where and on who, but or when and on who, but um. Yes, that's definitely in in uh in my future. Hopefully, that's awesome. I love it. That's awesome, Karen. It is. It's exciting. It's exciting. It is exciting. And then you have the young ones that you get to bring up. So it sounds like you're getting a nice a nice well rounded like. You know, it's it's young horses, older horses. You know, horses that you know you're not yes. riding all just the babies and and so forth. You know? No, no, my day is uh, expands from very young to very experienced. It's good, and and Miss Mars usually has um, anywhere from one to three come in uh, that she's bred every year. So wow. every year we get new ones to have some fun with. Man, that's awesome. I hope to get to meet her someday. Yeah, I hope she so. sounds like she's awesome. We have <laughs> she's on very the show, and Lauren Lauren says she comes by and she. She knows all the horses and she talks about the training. You know, she's, she's very yeah, involved. Watches you know. lessons and. Oh. Yeah. She's very involved. It's really nice. And she's extremely knowledgeable. Um, she'll, she'll come up to me with like, Oh, I think you need to do this. And I do it. And I'm like, well, you could just coach me if you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. I love it. It's exciting. Here. It is exciting. I love hearing that. The, I, I love, you know, the thing that we like to do on the show is we like to get riders of all different 
positions, you know, whether it be the five star and the Olympians and the up and comers and the people who like people like you who have a job in the middle, like you're, you're full time, but you still have coaching and mentorship and you're an, and you're an assistant trainer. And I think that, you know, we love having this type of interview on because it's probably much more relatable to our, a lot of our listeners who are the young people that are coming up that want to you know, cause it's, it, you know, we have a son that's younger and, and he's trying to make it in a sport and it's like, geez, how do you do it? How do you, you know, it's, yeah. it's cool to hear different people's versions of what they're, you know, and how they I definitely, I felt very behind, um, growing up. Like I didn't go to young riders. I chose to go to college. Um, I'd never felt like I was keeping up with the kids that I started eventing with. Um, and then come to find out it, uh, we do this sport till we're, you know, in our sixties. So it really doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like you can climb up the levels, how fast or slow you want. It's really about what you get out of it and and the journey. And, um, if I'm a couple years behind, I'm a couple years behind, but I like where I'm at. So I think, you know, any kids out there feeling like they're behind, you're definitely not the only one that feels like that. Yeah. And, 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 um, you went to college now while you're in college, did you compete seriously at all? Or, or how, how did you manage that? I did. I, uh, it was a fun juggle of <laughs> trying to get two degrees and ride and pay for the riding. So <laughs> a lot of my day was you know, mucking stalls and riding other people's horses and braiding and clipping and whatever I could do to make money. Um, and then when I could go to the shows, I would, um, and then kind of doing class, <laughs> my class schedule was very much based around my riding. So there were a lot of late night classes and long you know, long days at the barn, but, um, it, it's possible. I think it's more possible now than ever too, because, you know, online classes are becoming more and more of a thing. Um, and it's, uh, there's a lot of colleges that are taking eventing more seriously and the intercollegiate. I mean, I went to UK and I heard Macy on, on here. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, very, very highly supported at a lot of schools now. So definitely possible. Yeah. And 2020, the online school thing is now mainstream. You know, 10 years ago, it, you would joke about get got your university from university or your degree from like University of Phoenix online. It was like, it was kind of a joke. Like now right. all the main colleges are given, you know, are offering online degrees and things. So it's, um, especially it's, now it's definitely, definitely something that's doable. That's mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Are you glad that you got the degree, even though you're not really using the degree per se? I am actually, um, I'm very glad that I got it. Cause I, I do find that I, I will use bits and pieces of it every now and again. Um, I had like an entire class on negotiations and yeah, my professor was great. He taught us how to buy a car and a house and, you know, I had a professor teach me how to do taxes. Like there are things I took away from it that I use all the time. And, um, I do have, I hate using the word fallback cause there's, you know, a little bit of a negative connotation on it, but I do feel like I have a skill set from those degrees that I can apply if I ever needed to. Yeah. Um, and even now, like I've, I've written a couple of business plans for small businesses and stuff just on the side for a little bit of extra money. And, um, I'm glad, I'm, I'm very glad I went awesome. and it was a really, really fun experience. That's cool. Yeah. We, we, we get, we try to get both sides of that. We try to hear what, what uh, you know, people that went and get, get their ideas and all that. Cause it is, it is a question. A lot of young people are, are, are asking as, as they're coming into their junior year of high school and senior years. And yeah. Do they want to go to school? Do yeah. they want to ride? You know? Yeah. It's, a, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's definitely, 
you can juggle both, I think. And um, it's, it's more than just getting the degree too. I think you learn a lot of life skills and a lot of people skills and um, just getting outside of the horse world for me was important for a minute. I just needed to, you know, not be so suffocated by the small community that I thought I was in. And I kind of went to Kentucky and then I went to Virginia and then I went to Florida and sort of learned that this Kentucky is this uh, community is massive and uh, a lot of fun. And I definitely want to be in it for forever. Gotcha. Love it. That's awesome. It sure is. All right. So we're going to move along. We're going to play quick fire questions. Quick fire questions. <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs> so quick fire questions is brought to you by eQuest File. Get your 14-day free trial by going to eQuestFile.com. Boom. So we're going to ask you five questions, and you don't have to be quick. It's just called quick fire. Um, but Very, you're graded at I'm the end. I'm watching my watch. <laughs> I'm graded. Okay. All right. I uh, I, I heard, I think it was Lauren's episode where uh, she was the first one to win. So I'm going to have We've had many winners oh, no. on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sneaky, I have a good feeling she's going to be a, do really excellent today, I too. Know. <laughs> All right. Do you have any good luck or superstitions before you go out cross country? <laughs> yeah. Um, on. On, at the big shows on cross country morning, I have to get orange juice. Most of the time, I don't drink it. I just have to buy it. I don't know why. <laughs> don't even drink it. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think I did it once at, at some show that I must have done well at. And I was like, well, I got to buy it every time now. There you go. I love it. That's funny. <laughs> that, that is, is so funny. funny. Uh, do you have any hobbies outside of horses? I do. Um, I really enjoy cooking and working out. I'm doing this program right now called 75 hard that takes up a good portion of my time outside of the barn. It involves a lot of working out and clean eating and reading, um, which is really, it's been really fun. And then um, I'm a very, very avid, I think this is going to get me in trouble. I'm an avid New England sports fan. Uh (laughs) (laughs) But I, uh, <laughs> I, I will receive any jabs you have about, uh, the Super Bowl. I, I know you're an Eagles fan. Uh, well, I mean, I would never bring up that Brady got beat by our backup quarterback, but that's, <laughs> I would never, Brady's the greatest of all time. So I mean, every, every, <laughs> so this, this funny story, got to stop this really quick. <laughs> So Karen and I did a distillery tour at Sagmore oh. Distillery in Baltimore, and it was right before the Ravens played the Patriots in the in, um, in, in Baltimore in Baltimore during the playoffs. So it just so happened to be all these Patriots fans touring all around Baltimore before the game. So we get in a distillery tour with all Patriots fans, and somebody sitting to my left was really, uh, <laughs> really a big heckler of the other people. She was not making them feel welcome in Baltimore, but uh, she's not even a Ravens fan, but they came they out. They started it. They, they, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I think they bring it out in you. <laughs> so Karen, I love it. I mean, it made me just, I loved her. Just, I always loved her. But after that, I really, I was like fan of myself apologizing for, I'm like getting them drinks. I'm like, Hey guys, I'll, I'll hold the door for you. You know, meanwhile, Karen's like, wouldn't even hold the door for him. So, 
Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make nice. Um, but hey, oh well. All right. On with the show. Anyway, I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next question. Favorite writer growing up? Uh, prob- probably William Fox Pitt. Mm, great answer. Very good answer. He was, he was, uh, in, um, in my locker on, on a few posters. Yeah. <laughs> great guy to look up to. Yeah. Literally. Is. He was like seven yeah, foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite event to compete at? Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm, uh, I, I would say... Anything in Area One kind of has my heart, but I I do love Bromont. Yeah. Mars Equestrian does a really good job there, and yes, you know it's beautiful, and there's candy everywhere. How could you beat that? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, we've been to Bromont, and it is it yeah. It definitely st- it, it it definitely will it has uh, a different feel. About it's enchanting. It. Mm-hmm. It, you get there, and you feel like oh, I'm in like the Alps or something. It's it's it is nice. Yeah, it's amazing. It is. It's beautiful. Everything about it's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. So last question. If you could ride any horse, past, present, or fiction, who would it be? Ooh. My instinct is to save Allegro, but I would really love to take Donner around cross country. I think that would be both. I mean, both of them would be incredibly fun, but Donner, he looks so much fun. Yeah. That's yeah. a great answer. That's a great answer. Excellent job. Yeah. Karen, is that? A plus plus. Of course. We have a new winner. Yeah, new winner. Excellent job. <laughs> <laughs> to Lauren, she beat her just narrowly. Just narrow <laughs> margins. But let, I mean, we don't have to let Lauren know, but we have to let her know. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, I'll let her know. <laughs> <laughs> then again, she is a Patriots fan. Mm. <laughs> but we can let that slide. I knew that was going to get me in trouble. <laughs> Mm, she might lose a couple points there. But now, what are you guys gonna do without Brady? I mean, my goodness gracious, you're you're you lost your your man. I know, but you know what? He went to Florida. It, there's not a better state for him to go to where I can still see him play. And I gotta figure, I'm 26. He played for us for 20 years, so really, he gave he gave me an entire lifetime of mm, good football. I know you're so yeah. lucky. Oh my god, hey, I've got got nothing but thanks for him. And if he wants to go play in Florida, I'm excited to watch him. I was the opposite. I had like 40 years of terrible Eagles years. <laughs> so I don't really feel, I don't feel bad for your 26th year that I have Brady. <laughs> I know. I've really, I've really not ever had to, to suffer watching a, a bad team. I mean, there was a stint with the Red Sox, but I've been pretty lucky with yeah. uh, being a New England fan. Yeah. Your generation's, yeah. your generation's hooked up. Yeah. So I remember when yeah. the Patriots were not so good before Brady and it was kind of like, Hopefully we're back there soon, Karen. Yeah. We, yes, yes. We'll be back. Oh, yeah, don't yeah. get too excited. That's awesome. Hey, real quick, tell us about your folks. Now, what's the name of your folks' farm again? Just so we never did touch on the name. It'd be nice to say the name. Harmony Horse Stables. Harmony Horse Stables. And they do mostly- Yeah, my dad's a musician, so the harmony came into play. Oh, that's cool. What does oh, nice. he do? What type of musician is he? He teaches at Berkeley College of Music, um, and he, he plays just about everything, but he mostly plays the piano and keyboard. Gotcha. Oh, very cool. Oh, yeah. Man, that's awesome. What a mix. A musician and then the horses. And is it, yeah. you said your mom rides dressage, but is it more of a hunter jumper barn, like a hunter barn with your mom doing dressage or is it a? Yeah, I think she, uh, she did a bit more dressage uh, when she was younger and then kind of as 
uh, I grew up and the program grew, they started doing hunter jumpers and eventing and now they do a little bit of everything. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. Do you ever think you'll you'll go back and, and take care of the family business or. Um, probably not. Um, it's the, the weather up there is a little hard to deal with. And my parents have, um, about, they run an incredibly efficient and great program, but it's not very conducive to, uh, keeping an event horse fit. Gotcha. Um, an upper level one. Uh, it's just small. So, um, if I went back, I'd probably go, gosh, I don't know. I get, yeah, I guess not. I haven't thought about that in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I get, yeah, no, I don't think so. I think, uh, I think I'm, I will probably stay where I'm at. Gotcha. I got you. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Good yeah. answer. I have Virginia. I mean, it's and you know where you're at is doesn't get much better. No, it doesn't. No. So, Kimmy, do you have any advice for a young rider trying to make it in this sport? Oh yeah, um, I get so disappointed when I see riders get discouraged because they don't have the financial means to maybe you know play at the same level as some of their peers, um, and it's. Uh, it's, it's not something that's going to hold you back for forever. Um, if you're, you know, if you're a hard worker and a decent rider and a good person, someone will want to support you. Um, you just got to reach out and find those people. And in the meantime, do, do weird stuff to legal things, (laughs) 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 but you know, any, anything from riding to mucking to braiding or walking dogs, babysitting, whatever. Um, I, I used to trade vet work for, for galloping my vets horses and there's, there's ways to figure it out until you find someone that wants to support your dreams. Gotcha. Mm. There you go. Yeah. That's keep up, great the, keep up the hustle. Yes, definitely. All righty. So we'll start winding things down here. So, uh, you know, we always like to just find out about supporters and sponsors or anything like that. So would you like to shout out any supporters and sponsors, uh, right now? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Miss Mars, Lauren, David, Sue Clark, everybody at Stonehall Farm. Um, it It's just such a well-run place and I feel really lucky to be there. And every decision that's made every day, whether it's for a four-year-old or a five-star horse, they always have the horse in mind. Um, and everything is just top quality care. It's a good, such a good example and, and place to learn. Um, and obviously my parents are incredibly supportive. Um, have to give a shout out to my boyfriend. He's also a rider. And when he's not competing, if he's watching, he is m- infinitely more nervous than me and my parents put together. <laughs> but definitely number one cheerleader. Does he have a name? Um, Will Zuschlag. All right. Okay. There we go. And um, I do have a couple of sponsors, Sagmay. Um, their attack store that they source from a few different brands, um, but Vincent, he's amazing. And he's actually the first person <laughs> that ever taught me that horses are uneven, just like people. I don't know why a lot of us don't think like that, but um, he'll kind of curate the saddles and give us pads with cutouts and stuff that will help the horses be comfortable, even if they're a bit uneven. Um, and that made such a difference for Monaco. He, The first time he looked at Monaco, he was like, come stand in front of this horse and he showed me his left shoulder is higher than his right shoulder and he create he he made this pad for him hmm. um and it just made such a difference in the way that i rode him he he didn't pin his ears when i tightened his girth anymore he does you know he doesn't get stuck doing lateral work um so vincent's really really great he owns sag Maytac. and um cam box 
uh, helmet cams. I've never, ever wanted a helmet cam. I think they look silly. And uh, Victor at Cambox reached out and he was like, I just give this a shot. And I put it on and I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> I will ride with that helmet cam while I'm schooling at home. Um, you can, you know, see your striding see where you made mistakes. You can't even tell it's on your helmet. Um, so that's there. I love those helmet cams. I really, if you're on my helmet cam, I suggest that that's the one to get. Um, and when you fall off, it doesn't clonk you in the head. Like I've seen, unfortunately happen to some other people that have like the big block ones. So that's a really great company too. But yeah, just a lot of support, a lot of really cool people in my life. I feel very grateful. Awesome. Who's a better rider? You or the boyfriend. Oh, that's see, here's the problem. <laughs> he <laughs> he has always been better on the flat and I've been better on cross country, but now he's training with a, <laughs> an Australian show jumper. He's very quickly going to pass me <laughs> uh -oh. jumping. So uh -oh. I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh -oh. A little competition, a little competition. <laughs> well, he hasn't been on the show. So yeah. you always, you had that up on him. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh god. Uh, do you think he'll listen to this? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yes. We'll kiss his butt when he's on our guest now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask him yeah. the same question. We'll ask him the same question. <laughs> awesome. So, hey, as we wrap it up, how do people like follow along? Do you have um you know, do you have like a social media or, or any type of website or anything like that where people can follow along you or maybe your folks farm or. Yeah, I'm uh, on Facebook, Kimmy Ceseri eventing, um, Instagram, Kimmy Ceseri. Um, I have a TikTok, Kimmy Ceseri equine. That one's actually really fun. If you have the TikTok app, that's a lot of, um, just the horses in the barn doing goofy things. So you really <laughs> get to know their personalities on that one. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, super. Well, Karen, was this fantastic? This great. Kimmy, thank you so much. Yeah. You, were, you, were, you were such a pleasure to have on the show. We just, we can't wait to see what the future holds for you. It's, it's so exciting to watch you, you, you come on and, and uh, we hope to see you in Kentucky and Fair Hill soon. Thank you. I had a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or your favorite podcast app. Cheers.